0: edition of Chalk Talk from the Denver Pioneers as we have hit uh the middle of the month of October somehow and uh we're diving in fall sports season winter sports season feels like it is nearly here and we are into the heat of the Denver 2021 uh soccer campaign here in the fall and joined yet again by the Jack and Sheila Weinberg headman soccer coach Jamie Franks here at DU uh Jamie it's good to see you what's going on it feels like it's been forever since we did this last and we have a ton to cover but how have you been Oh,
1: when you take one day at a time, it does feel like forever. We've had a lot of matches in between, and the team, uh, you know, has gotten some good results.
0: Very good. Uh, winners in five of your last six since we talked last uh, first three matches in league play in the Summit League. Um, it seems like you guys are hitting a very good stride right now as we get in the middle of October. How do you feel like your group has settled in? We talked early on about some of the youth on this roster and the chance to experience this you know, team atmosphere and working together in the preseason before school got started. Young guys seem like they have acclimated well. Um, but this group now, winners in, in five of the last six, how do you feel like they've kind of settled into this season?
1: I think it's our job to define roles, you know, and, uh, build those roles around, uh, you know, the strengths of the players. And so for us, I think we've just found a lot of success um, you know, having the guys uh, be the ones that identify those roles, and so we did a bunch of different uh, leadership development exercises to start the season, both in positional groups and then individual goal setting. And so for us, it's it's you know it, you know this time of the year, it, it's being really really clear about our expectations and 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 the performance evaluations, whether that's 15 minutes, uh, you know, in a game or whether that's a week of training, you know, our job as a staff is to make sure that our performance evaluations are, are being very specific and, and, and targeted to, to what behaviors we want to see more of. And so um, I just think we've got a better idea of what each of us bring uh, that makes our team, you know, special and makes the system of play work. And so when everybody does their, their jobs, uh, you know, the team, uh, you know, gets a collective result.
0: We talked in uh, our first conversation, which was all the way back in August, uh, about the the name that I dropped before uh, head men's soccer coach at the start of this episode. Um, A a very generous gift uh, to the university from Jack and Sheila Weinberg, um, which has kind of given this program uh, an additional dimension, it feels like, uh, with the head coaching endowment. On Saturday, I got a chance to honor Jack and Sheila Weinberg uh, prior to the hockey game. I know they were there taking pictures uh, on the ice with, with face off. And um, for you guys as a program, you know, kind of building this thing, getting on a roll of momentum here into the middle of October. Tell us for for people who missed that episode in August, um, the endowment, what the, the Weinberg support of this program means for you guys and for you as a head coach to carry their names along with your name now into this season. What does that mean to you?
1: It means a whole lot, you know, uh, positive coaching, Uh, you know, their family has been in the Chicago uh, area for a long, long time. And it's it's made such a, you know, an impact, um, you know, there at at, at Northwestern and the hospitals, Um, you know, it's just a legacy. And and then the Weinberg family uh, has the highest character. And uh, you know, positive, you know, positive optimism, uh, you know, environment and coaching, and so uh, you know, for us, it's 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 such a huge deal because we've already had more uh, alumni step up from them. You know, you need kind of the first to lead by example, and you know, I think every alumni really wants to try to lead the place better, uh, you know, than when they found it. And and, and Jack and Sheila, you know, uh, they they started dating here. They they went to classes. Uh, I'm sure Jack got good grades in those classes, um, you know. But for us, it's it's just um, you know to have somebody that's trying to leave it better and and uh, you know kind of kind of kind of made that first jump. We've already had uh, tons of outreach of other people that want to support and, and, and just, you know, to, to kind of bring everybody in loop. It's like, it allows us to go and, and, and play Virginia on a Monday night. It goes, you know, uh, it, it allowed us to go and play uh, you know, SMU on, 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 you know, on a Monday night and, and, uh, these flex funds just give us a little bit of wiggle room with our budget to, you know, try to make the best student athlete experience possible for these guys. And so it's coming from an alumni. Uh, he's so visible you know, uh, he's always in and around the team and, and and you know, he's been a mentor of mine. So I just feel really, really fortunate to, you know, to honor their name. And, uh, you know, the only way to do it is just uh, one day at a time, you know, try to live through your, you know, your character and your values
0: this team uh, has done a lot to, to do that, to honor that name and to honor that next step over the last uh, several weeks. And I mean, this season overall, uh, you come into this campaign and you know, you feel good about where you are as a program to start off eight, two, and one, I would imagine makes you feel a lot better. Um, the the last year and a half has kind of thrown wrenches into to everybody's world in in certain ways. And in the sports world, we're obviously no different from that. Uh, as broadcasters, we all kind of got this weird taste of, of remote games last year, doing games off of video feeds and all that and you uh not COVID related but you had to do that as a coach this week and we're going to talk about Monday's match in this extra time win over Virginia uh, on the road and and how big that was but first I got to ask you what it was like as a coach to not be able to be there you had to watch this one from home Uh, and like I said again not COVID related how I just want to put it this way how torturous was that
1: just about as torturous as tearing your Achilles at a, at a practice, you know. Um, for for the ones don't know, I I, uh, I just took a step wrong playing with the guys. You know, something that I take a lot of pride in being able to play with them, and and uh, you know, maybe my age is catching up to me. So um, uh, I joked with the guys; it was like I was just finding form, and uh, you know, I just started feeling good about my game. And so, you know, being being disconnected, uh, as soon as the injury happened, you know, I had I had this interesting feeling. Um, from the other leaders, you know, uh, you know, uh, Masaki and Brad and Jose and bump and, um, you know, I definitely felt it from my staff and increased ownership, but I was just really surprised to, to, to see the way the student athletes reacted. Um, they knew that, you know, uh, that they had to step up and, and, and all of a sudden we have increased ownership. Uh, we've had increased communication. We've had increased teamwork um, because of it. And, and that's a sign of a really good team. And so uh, when they were departing, um, you know, when I saw them off on Sunday morning out to Virginia, the staff kind of looked at each other and was just like, we're going to win this game. And, and I think, um watching the game from a distance uh for one i couldn't even find what tv provider you know you have hulu you have comcast you have all these things and somehow you you don't get the soccer game on that network that was a nightmare um almost had a panic attack there but uh finally you know you just feel, you know, for me, I felt in the game that, you know, our identity was, was, was so apparent. There was a grittiness to the way that they played. And, you know, we gave up a goal and we were out shooting them seven to one or seven to nothing when they scored that first goal. And most teams would crumble and just to watch their body language, to watch the way that they were interacting with each other after that, after that goal, you know, I turned to my kids and my wife and I just said, we're going to win this game. And, and, and um, I scared, the bejesus out of my kids because I was yelling uh, after the first goal. And then the second goal was even worse. Um, So maybe bedtime was a little bit later, but uh, it was just, you know, it's one of those things that when you're watching your group play, you're just so proud of them because you root for them. You know, uh, you know, we, we think that you can control three things you know, every day. And that's your grit, you know, that's your grittiness, that's your, that's your positioning and that's your uh, you know, your proactiveness, the way that you kind of approach things. And I thought from a distance, it was really, really good for me to see, Hey, this is our identity. And, 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 and the collectiveness was was based off our positioning. The guys just looked like they were together on the field more so than Virginia and and, and the game wasn't going perfect, but you just had this feeling that we were going to win the game. And so um we called it in a halftime, like the little adjustment. I had whiteboards and I had all these pictures going on. So I was sure I was bothering my staff, but um, you know, like when you, when you hire good people, you make sure that they can do their work and you kind of stay out of their way. So they were the ones in the game. I have ultimate trust in uh, Masaki and Brad to, you know, to make the right calls. And so uh, I didn't want to overdo it too much, but uh, yeah, like watching the game from a distance and not being there to hug the guys or to or, or, or run and you know jump in the dog pile is just about as painful as the Achilles he's going down, so...
0: Well, I would imagine the, the celebration was fun, even if it was weird uh, at home. Destin Norman with uh, the goal and extra time um, to give your guys the win. The thing that I think stands out maybe most about that win uh, to observers is the fact that your guys did it on short rest. They play on Saturday at home, get a win in a conference game. You knock off St. Thomas at home, one of the, the newest members, of course, of the Summit League. Um, and then to turn around the next morning, go on the road to Virginia, play in Charlottesville on a Monday night and come away with a win ahead of the Stanford matchup coming up on Saturday. Saturday. um you talked a little bit about what it was like seeing them kind of in that that group think mentality of we're going to get this win but not a lot of teams can turn around on short rest go two times on these play on the road at an ACC opponent and come away with that win what does that say about the the maturity of this group um and even just the way you know tactically they're able to settle into a game against an ACC opponent to come away with a win
1: yeah, I thought we, you know when we looked at Virginia, there was things that we thought if we give them the ball to start the game, and and you know we played more in mid block uh, that we would get our opportunities, and 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 you know we were right. I mean we we got the first seven chances of the game, you know, and 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 so um, just I think the guys watching it from a distance, you know, the guys now have a little bit more confidence. They have more confidence in each other. It is a new team. We're so young in certain positions. And so um, just kind of going on the road and being that gritty and, and, you know, you're right there, there, there is all these variables that you can account to. Uh, you know, we went through all of the variables. We, you know, we made all the excuses that you could make uh, before we left on Sunday. And we said, okay, we're all on the same page. You do the excuses that we could make. But when we're sitting, you know, in Christmas time, uh, you know, with our families, like, what would you do to play this game? And 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 you could tell that there was, um, you know, extra focus, uh, increased ownership, and and but but like I said, when they left campus, it was like, man, these guys are going to get this result. And and um, you know, watching, you know, Deston Norman and Kango and Stewie, those are guys have, that that. Um, you know, have not had the best starts to the season and are very, very, very good players. And I'm just so proud of them because they've been gritty. They have not pointed fingers. They've not, they've not, they've not uh, played victim. They've not made excuses. They've literally have just looked at themselves and increased their, their work rate. And, and, and all three of them have played such a major part in these past couple of games. And so that's what I'm most proud is, 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 is watching some of these guys, um, you know, not struggle a little bit, but, 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 but really grow through adversity. And so for us, all, everything you're talking about, we're going on the road as much as we are is because, you know, we feel like we got to win, you know, two, three games on the road to really win the national championship. And so we're trying to put ourselves in these, in these weird environments and these short rests and all these things. And so, um, you know, if you can't tell, uh, I don't like excuses.
0: <laughs> so wouldn't <laughs> great. It, <laughs> And you mentioned Kengo, Kengo Ohiro with his first goal of the season. That was in the 80th minute uh, to get that game tied. And so your guys come home now um, and you've got uh, a lot of stuff coming up in kind of the, the Denver soccer family. And we talked uh, last episode about the, the DU hall of fame induction ceremony. That'll see Nat Borchers inducted um, into the athletics hall of fame, at the university of Denver. And I know later on in the month, you've got alumni weekend coming up on the 29th and 30th with Omaha in town. Um, and, and this weekend, a big one that we're going to get to talk about, but to of We've come from last year when you didn't get to have an alumni weekend and now be back in a circumstance where you get to bring members of the family back and celebrate and watch this team together and be around each other. Um, what does that mean, especially in the light of the absence of that last year to be able to have that chance again this year?
1: Yeah, I think we you know, briefly talked about it in, in the summer, but uh, we've had alumni reach out more so than ever. And, and, and I think during the pandemic, a lot of people kind of reprioritized and, and, and kind of had a moment to reflect. And I think a lot of the people that we heard from were people that were interested in giving back. And I think that they're looking at their experience, whether they played every game for us or whether, you know, they were a role player. Um, you know, they, they look at that student athlete experience and understand that there, there was a whole lot of learning. And there was a whole lot of growing from that. And, and, and maybe, you know, in this, in this next generation where everybody says, oh, there's low resiliency and low and and, and high entitlement, you know, that doesn't really happen within a sports team, especially not ours. And, you know, it's a team first mentality. And, and so I think what you've seen is, is, is just a lot of alumni reprioritize, you know, how they want to spend their time and, you know, already going on the road, we've already seen alumni at almost every game that we've been at, which is just such a cool feeling right after the game. And, and, um, you know, the stories that they tell and, uh, you know, the the experiences they had, it, it, you know, those are the memories. And so for our guys to be exposed to that, it's awesome. And, and alumni weekend, uh, we had to make it for, versus Omaha. Um, anybody that has been around here in the past decade, like you know, there, there's no better there's no better opponents to beat than Omaha. Um, we really enjoy those, and so uh, you know, for us, uh, you know, our guys, our alumni, they're everything because they're the ones that have like laid the foundation, the brickwork down, so we could you know continue to build the house. And this program's just been amazing because that's what we've just done over the past decades, and so it's 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 really cool um, to have so many people uh, reach out. You know, it's really cool that there's two or three other guys that are interested in, in, in uh, helping with the endowment that our alumni. We just take a lot of pride in, in leaving it better than when we found it.
0: This weekend, uh, you get a premier program in town, and the Stanford Cardinal, who are coming in uh, four, five, and two this year on the season. They're actually coming off a draw with a, a common opponent. You guys saw Oregon State early on in the season. They played Oregon State uh, in this last match. Um, to get Stanford coming into town, you guys have gone out there and played in Palo Alto uh, over the last few years, 2018 and 2019. Um, but to get these kind of blue blood programs these high profile programs coming in how important is that um from the landscape of coming to denver to play at your facility um and and bring that brand of okay this is stanford soccer that's coming in now um those are important moments for for programs what does it mean for denver when you have somebody like stanford coming in
1: yeah well you know i think uh you know um the biggest thing is that you know Stanford. What was Stanford ten years ago? And I think you know, for us, you know, playing college soccer, being in college soccer, Stanford was not really a household name at all. And and I think bringing in Stanford, they won three national championships in a row, and and it gives our guys belief. It give you know, it gives our guys hope. And 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 if you're looking at you know, big conferences, uh, you know, the ACC hasn't won a national championship since 2014. And so if you're looking at like, you know, uh, some of these programs that are up and coming, it gives us hope. It gives us hope that, you know, the way now that people talk about Stanford, you know, was not the way that they were talking about them five, six years ago. And, 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 and so for us, um, you know, to have them come in, uh, we had, we had to play two road games against them. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, uh, Jeremy Gunn is a friend of mine. And so, you know, he's not scared to come out to Denver and play. That's not really what, you know, and, and, and unfortunately uh, not that I blame some of these other power five uh, conferences, but you know, they don't want to come out and play us. And so we have to go and find these games on the road um which is fine you know you know but at the same time we've got a beautiful you know eight million dollar soccer stadium it's right in the middle of campus it's it's you know you get to stay right you know right near the train and so you know we believe that the environment that we're getting you know as we get more fans as we get more tickets as we get more of uh you know an atmosphere there it's like it's gonna be hard for some of these teams not to come and play us you know because of the you know the branding that we're doing and so we wanted to prove to ourselves first that we could go out and play with anybody you know, to beat anybody in any condition on any, you know, on any given day in any circumstance, like that's football to win, to win a knockout, you know, to, to win knockout tournament games. That's, that's what you got to do. And so we're constantly trying to put ourselves against the best and uh, you know, Saturday uh, I don't really care what their record is. They play uh, you know, you know, in your face style of uh, you know, of, of soccer, which should be really, really fun for our guys to compete against. And I'm just really looking forward to watching them
0: respond. This is uh, kind of a question out of curiosity of the coaching mindset. You've got two common opponents with Stanford this year. They played SMU early on in the season, took a loss. You guys got the draw on the road uh, at SMU. And like I said, both saw Oregon State. They're coming right off that game. How much does it help in being able to evaluate uh, a team that's coming in that you don't have a ton of familiarity with in terms of uh, what your schedules generally look like when you see, okay, well, we saw this opponent and this is them on film against that same team. How much does that help in scouting? Obviously, you know what you're going to get with Stanford coming into a certain degree, but is there an advantage in being able to see, okay, this is what they did against Oregon state. And we know what that Oregon state team feels like.
1: Yeah. I think there's no doubt about that. I think, you know, the men's soccer um, we've really have come together over the past five years, like our coaching committee. Um, I think you're going to start to see like us make better decisions with the student athletes. Like, you know, the one thing that I want to make sure that everybody hears from me is like doing what we did against Virginia is not really Like, it's not in the best student athlete. Like, they they shouldn't play a game and then have to travel and then play another game. But that's just that, you know, those are the cards that we've been given you know, but to your point, it's, 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 it's now the men's soccer group has worked together really hard to make sure that everybody has scouting video. And then there's a place where all the data metrics will go. And and that's been really helpful. You know, I think maybe five years ago, we were like recording all these different games and all these different TVs. It was like, you know, it was madness. And so, uh, you know, just men's soccer, you know, uh, the men's soccer committee just done such a good job of trying to advance our game. And, 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 you know, that's one of the things scouting, you know, for us, Stanford plays a four 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 two, they they play the ball on top of you. They play a game of mistakes for you. They want to put the ball uh, in areas where you have to defend, and so that's not very similar to many of the teams that we have played. There are some teams that are more direct against us, but maybe didn't have the same quality or the same type of ideas that they do, and so. You know we're gonna have to be really good when that ball comes in on top of us. We're gonna have to defend that really well, and we're gonna have to make this, you know, really really good decisions coming out of it. And I think you watched them lose uh, in the NCAA tournament last year, and North Carolina just said every time you put the big ball back on us, we're just gonna put it back on you. And that was a certain way. And, and, and Oregon State was the opposite. When they put the big ball on top of Oregon State, they really tried to build and play through the phases. And so, you know, some sort of combination of that is probably more of, you know, our style. Um, you know, but the guy, you know, what, what has made Stanford good over the years is that, you know, they, they they make you make mistakes. And so that's our system of play. And, and you know, for us, we feel like uh, really confident in, in what we do and who we are and, and, you know, our identity. So it should match up really well.
0: All right, Jamie. Last question for you. Um, I know it, you know. In our early episode, we talked about kind of some of those things as far as the the student athlete experience goes and scheduling and and all of that going forward uh, in the men's football community. But um, you know, as the schedule sits right now, we're coming into the home stretch in this 2021 campaign. Um, you get to dive back into conference play toward the end of this month, and then on into November. Uh, and the Summit League tournament starts November 11th. We're inside of a month until uh, you hit the road to Macomb, beautiful Macomb, and uh, and get to swing through that tournament again to see. Your guys coming together and playing the way they are now as you get closer and closer to knockout football. Um, what does that say to you guys as a staff about where you are? And what do you want to see these guys continue to grow in as you get closer to the conference tournament and beyond?
1: That's a good question. Uh I asked me in a month's time. Um, no, I just you know it's always about just trying to maximize the day in front of you. And 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 you know, I think for us that's that's the attitude that we've had and and um because of that attitude we haven't wasted many days and i think the you know our approach our focus uh, our work ethic on the day is, is is it's been awesome and 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 the group is so fun to coach because they're so committed uh they're so committed to each other they hold each other accountable you know they make you know they make our jobs really easy and so um you know uh, we know exactly how many training days uh, we have left uh, that's written in the locker room every time you walk out you know exactly how many days you get left um, because, you know, I, I think everybody's tired. Everybody's trying to study, you know, everybody had, you know, we had our first uh, mid, you know, midterms the, the other week. And, and so, you know, just understanding the players, understanding their, their emotions, understanding, you know, their physical, their mental energy, you know, managing all of that, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's our jobs, but at the end of the day, it, it, it's, um, you know, it is about going after it for this last month. This is this is a really intense month. Uh, the pressure goes up, the anxiety goes up a little bit, um, but the best players, uh, the best teams, are the ones that use that to, to, to further their focus, to, to kind of further their commitment. And, and, and we know what's in front of us. Uh, we've waited a long, long time, you know, last year, not getting in the NCAA tournament, you know, and not being able to play out of conference then them us, them putting us in the first round of the NCAA tournament. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, you know, for us to have the success we've had over the past decade and been in the NCAA tournament as many times as we have to put for, for us to be put in that first game, we're pissed.
0: Yeah, I'm still
1: pissed about it. If you can't tell. And, uh, you know, our guys, we, we carry that chip on our shoulder. We know that we're trying to, you know, uh, accomplish something here at the university of Denver that's never been done. And so that means a new, uh, higher level of ownership, higher level of accountability and and uh, higher level of resiliency. So I love the group. It's been so fun. Um, but this Matt, the, we, we were very, very, very aware that this last month, uh, you know, it, it is the most important and all the work that we've done to put us in this position is, 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 is um, you know, doesn't mean anything unless we put it in on the debt.
0: Four more matches for this Pioneer football team with two coming up at home as Denver soccer will take on Stanford coming up this Saturday at 4 p.m. on campus and then uh, October 30th against Omaha in town under the lights at seven o'clock for that one. You can get your tickets now and the Jack and Sheila Weinberg headman soccer coach, Jamie Franks. Uh, all the best in rehab uh, with the Achilles. I'm assuming that is arduous, but uh, I know nobody will attack it quite like you and uh, we'll see you out there coming up. Give the good luck this weekend against Stanford. Thanks so much. Go Pios.